Welcome, welcome, welcome to Reload Mondays. Happy Monday, everyone. Hope you all had an amazing, productive week last week and ready for another amazing week. Reload Mondays is here every Monday to provide passionate stories, inspiring tips, vital resource recommendations, and interviews so we can learn to grab hold of our lives and change its course. As you may already know, you can catch previous episodes on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So check it out. Make sure you also check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Reload Mondays for updates, encouragement, resources, and ultimately so we can stay connected. Now this week, we are in for a treat with our special guest, Raul Velasquez. Raul is a family man, an entrepreneur, investor, and mentor to fellow entrepreneurs. He's the founder and driving force behind Next Level Experience, The Edge, a system he designed to help successful entrepreneurs and CEOs find clarity and achieve balance in their personal and professional lives. In addition to this, he's the CEO of his own realty company, a public speaker, and a writer. This guy is a powerhouse, and we are excited to have him on the show. But before we jump in, let's hear what the Word says to us this week. Scripture says in Romans 5, verse 1 through 5, Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord, has done for us. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand, and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. We can rejoice, too, when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance, and endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation, and this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us because He has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with His love. Oh, man. So thank you. First of all, thank you so much for taking the time out to be on the show today, man. I really, really appreciate it. I did want to go ahead and quickly just let you know that we understand the value of time. So, uh, man, just uh, and and you said yes to uh, being on the show. And we just wanted to make sure you knew that we appreciate you. We appreciate everything that you're doing. And man, let's keep let's keep growing leaders. And I'm just excited to have you on the show. I'm excited to, to, uh, to, to see what gets unveiled during this talk today. Just so I can let you know really quick, uh, Raul, I was just at the gym and I was listening to your uh, your podcast is on uh, on SoundCloud. What do you call it? The Daily Edge? The Daily Edge, that is a Daily Edge. <laughs> oh man, hey, listen, listen, I loved it, man. There was one that you talked about called uh, the most me- most men can't see, most men can't see, and um, yeah. so that that one hit like it was just it was awesome. Um, and then obviously, as you as you're as you're rolling, it keeps playing all of them, and I listened to a good amount of them. And what makes it so special that what you're doing on SoundCloud that I really just want to make sure that you understand and know everything guys listening everyone listening right now go check him out it's amazing it's only two minutes of your time two to three minutes of your time and that's what makes it real special is that you can catch solid wisdom within two to three minutes you got some solid wisdom from raul listen raul the edge go check him out and um and yes man hey listen i just uh, again i just have to tell you thank you for being on the show today oh thank you brother thank you man and and one of the reasons that i do the daily edge is because we live in a in a culture that we we time is our most valuable asset, and sometimes we don't have time to 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 download so much information that we have. And we you know, podcasts, we have books. So the daily edge is really just my thoughts every single morning. 
after I have a, a ritual, I just download whatever comes through and I just kind of spit it to the mic and I just have a two, three minute conversation. And most of those messages, believe it or not, they're really after me. And those are the things that I, I don't want to hear for myself. So that's why I believe it hits so many men in a deeper level because I'm not trying to be a teacher. I'm not trying to be a guru. Those messages, I want my son 10, 15 years from now to listen to that and, and see the progression, the growth of his father. That's amazing, man. And I, and I get that. I get that. You know, something that was uh, that I've been seeing and, and observing from what you've been doing and what you've been sharing on, on social media is the importance of family. And I catch that above everything. Forget everything else. I love, love, love what you're doing with involving your kids, with involving your wife, with 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 how you implement date nights. You being an investor, a businessman, an entrepreneur, you still create the time and not even just the time in the box you keep it it's a family affair your businesses are a family affair you have your you have your wife you have your kids you know your son i see you doing stuff with your son and your daughter special date nights those things are special those things are valuable and i highlight that because i have two girls of my own i'm married as well and it's like um those are the things i implement in my life and i want everyone to hear why do does raul do this why do you do this why is it so important to you to make sure you prioritize family and why are they so involved in your business well let me just start by saying that i've been in business for the past 20 years and i've been married for 19 years wow so ever since i, I could remember i've been an entrepreneur and my first i'll say 10 years in business just like the first 10 years in marriage Mm-hmm. My main focus was building a business. Wow. My main focus was just building a business, making money uh, to the point that I got sick. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I have physical pains in my body because it wasn't sustainable. And I think that we live in a culture that, that we praise those guys who are hustling every day. We praise those guys who are grinding and, and, and building big businesses. And that was me. Mm-hmm. He was a grinder. Every single time I wake up, go to my phone, go to the office, and I would come back until you know, 10, 11 o'clock at night, and I would sleep, get up, and I would live for the weekends. Even though I own my own business, I would only live for the weekends, and I would see my family on the weekends. And when my son was born, I remember asking myself, I was like, is this what I want to do? Like, is this, like, as a single, I'm not single, but I'm married, but no kids, it's a little easier to hustle and to build a business and to kind of say that one day once I have the money to have to take care of my wife and my family, but then once I had kids, the game changed. Yeah, yeah. I remember traveling, traveling so much that my kids would cry when I left. Yeah. I would tell my story, the story of my life that I'm building. And you're right, you have to build. There comes a stage in your life that you have to build your business and you have to hustle. But I didn't want to miss out on the best years of my kids' lives. Absolutely. I didn't want to miss out in the best years of my life. So I'm not, I didn't get there because I saw like a, a light came in my, in my mind and all of a sudden like I had this revelation. It came to me because I had physical pain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> physical pain, everything I made. And then as men do, what do we, we do with our pain? We want to sedate our pain. So I started drinking. Drinking yeah. every single night to sedate that pain. I, I thought I had a cancer. I thought I was going to die. The doctor said if everything was in my head, it was stress pain. And wow. I didn't know what it was. Gotcha. And I remember waking up one morning, I was hangover in the couch, and my son looking at me, and it, I, I didn't need the alcohol because I wanted to party. I needed the alcohol to sedate my pain, wow. that physical pain. Wow. And I would drink tequila because it, didn't, it gave me less hangover. Okay. So the morning, I could operate. If I would drink half a bottle of tequila, the next day, I would operate like nothing. Wow. 
Wow. But my son will look at me in the morning and he will start questioning, why is daddy in the couch? Why is daddy going through this? So that, that, at that moment, I knew I had to change something. I had to change my lifestyle. And I decided to, to go to this journey that I call the journey of the king. Mm-hmm. Uh, the journey of a man uh, when you decide that you don't want to be a warrior anymore. Yeah. Because that's what we are. We're like great warriors, right? We're warriors. We're make the money. When I, when I get there, but then it comes to come in your life, you have to choose. Do I want to become a warrior in my life? Or do I want to pay the price to become a king? Absolutely. I love that. I love that. So, so you would say that the kids, the kids is what made you uh, whip things up to be the man that you've been called to be. My kids played a huge part on my revelation of what a man is. That's awesome. Uh, and a man is not his business. Yes. Uh, a man is not his business. A man is not what he does. Uh, what we do for a living and the business that we create is a part of us. Yeah. That's not who we are. That's awesome. Uh, and when the market crashed and I, and I lost my business, then I lost my identity. Yeah. Then I started losing my certainty. And you have to question how many of us really identify to what we do by who we are. Absolutely. So whenever you meet somebody, you, you know, you're, you're a real estate investor or you're a mortgage broker or you're a financial planner, but you never tell yourself, hey, I'm just a father, I'm a son, I'm a man. Like, we don't do that, right? Because we identify our ourselves with the things that we do for a living. Uh-huh. And that's the reason that we spend so much time doing the things that we do for a living and we don't spend time living. Oh, uh, yeah. And yeah. that's what I realized <laughs> that if I create a lifestyle that I'm actually living every single day, and that's why I said, learn it, live it, experience it, experience your life. Absolutely. I mean, now I've, I've really, I'm in a place in my life where I'm integrating everything. And I didn't do it because I wanted to um, like have my, my wife or my kids in my business. I did it because who I am now is, is just looking to experience life and, and live life at, a, at the fullest, whether it's I'm, I'm in business or whether I'm in my, my wife and day night or my kids, mm-hmm. I'm all in. I yeah. want to be all in everything like that. That's amazing, Raul. I, I really appreciate you sharing that. Now, um, can we jump into uh, a, a, a message that you would have? And not that this is not enough, what you've shared already, because this is amazing. We can stop here. We can stop here and, and, and allow this to soak into our listeners. But I wanted to also ask if you'd be willing to share an advice, an advice that you would give other men today, uh, something that they're missing, something very similar to your talk earlier that we talked about that, um, what was the title of it? Uh, you have it here. It's uh, most men can't see like, like that along those lines. What, what would you be able to share with the men that are listening right now to this specific podcast? So I'll tell you a little story, okay, of, of a guy who recently started coaching. He's worth over $100 million, and he's been through all the programs, Tony Robbins, you know, all these seminars, and he comes to me, uh, and, I, and I, what I do is a little bit more, is a little bit different. I, I customize the breakthrough. I customize uh, the, the experience for my clients. And after he went through my experience, after he went through my program, he looks at me and says, Raul, I had no idea that it was going to be so painful to go to the next level. Meaning that as we've been conditioned as we little kids to avoid pain, to not to cry, to man up, to pretend that we don't have pain. So because we've been conditioned not to have pain, we have a negative association to what pain is in life. Mm-hmm. Now imagine this, a man needs to become strong, right? A man needs to, needs to, to build his empire. But then we're constantly avoiding pain. We're constantly avoiding failures. 
We can't start building the tough conversations with our wives, with our kids, because we don't want to feel the pain because we're emotionally handicapped. Mm-hmm. Emotionally handicapped. So now you go up and you don't have that emotional fitness to deal with the things that are going on in your life. Yeah. So as a man, what we do is we hide, we pretend, and we sedate. Yeah. And the more that we sedate, the more that we hide, the more that we pretend, even though from the outside we may look tough, in the inside, most of us feel like a fraud. Yeah. Most of us feel like a failure. Most of us feel like we're not enough. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason that we cheat, that's the reason we lie, that's the reason we do all those things, those patterns that come back and we realize that better, our grandfather, they all did the same thing, they ran the same pattern. And nobody had to break the pattern, meaning to jump into that pain, to jump into that pain. I don't know about you, but I'm an immigrant. My my father is an immigrant and was born in Ecuador. And it's painful to be an immigrant in this country. Mm-hmm. But you have to go through the pain if you want to grow. Love it. You have to go through the pain if you want to have a business. You have to go. Having a relationship is painful. Right? Because it's not all like, we, we have fights with my wife all the time, and we learn from our fights. Being a failure is painful because you, you're constantly worried about, like, who's going to do this to my kids? Or am I going to be there for my kids? Having a business is painful because you're constantly working on your, 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 your business model to make sure that you're, you're not all behind, that you're ahead of the game. Yeah. But if we were afraid of pain, we would never grow. So if one message gets through to your audience, it's like, jump into the pain. Yeah. Jump into the pain. Like as a man, like the pain is 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 the gift. Yeah. It's the gift and the curse. The gift of the pain is that God is never gonna, you know, when you believe in God, is not gonna give you more than you could handle. Yeah. Meaning you're not gonna die. And if you die, well, that is the last level. <laughs> yeah. But, but if you die, the pain is gonna take you to the next level. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you, Raul. I got you. And the, the once you get to that level of pain and you build like a capacity and a certainty. There's gonna be more pain in the corner. Yeah, and and that's the reason my client said I didn't realize how painful it's gonna be to, to go to the next level because you have to go through that pain in order for you to break through those conditioning that those beliefs, those things that hold you back, so you could free yourself, so you can actually see, and from seeing you could choose. Absolutely. Because pain could either fuel you, so you could choose, or pain could hinder you, so you could suffer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you if you choose the victim mentality, you're gonna suffer. It's gonna be this guy's fault, the government's fault, or my wife's fault. But if you use the pain to choose, then you say, okay, it's not my fault. I own it, mm-hmm. and from ownership, you go to the next level. Gotcha, Raul. Gotcha. You know what, Raul? You know what? I wanted to also make sure we do something on Reload Mondays called the Reload Challenge. And what I wanted to ask you today is to is to challenge the men listening right now um, with with a challenge that you're willing to give them because it's all about practicality, right? So we um, we, we we share information, we share wisdom. But what can they leave with is the most important part here. What can they leave with that they can implement today? Um, so that's my question for you, Raul, as, um, as, as we proceed with this day, as they proceed with turning this uh, podcast off when they're done, what can these men listening uh, implement? Uh, what can they do and put into action because it's 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 all great. We can be we can have all this wisdom and all this information, but what are we doing with it? And that's what I want to provide so our listeners. 
he's a good challenger. Most men have a challenge with with themselves. Start apologizing for the the things that you've done in the past. Meaning, clean the space. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether you you know you you did something a year, two years, or or five years ago. As a man, we tend to just kind of like put things underneath the rug, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I call clean the space. You got to clean the space. There's something that you have to take ownership about in your life. There's mm-hmm. someone right now that needs to have that clean space. There's someone right now that you need to say, I'm sorry, I apologize. That's no longer me. So you could release that person from that feeling of negative feeling of dealing with you. And most of us, those, that person is our, is our wife. Mm-hmm. Most of that, the people that we have to apologize to take ownership are our wives. Yeah. So I'll challenge the men to start asking the, the, the question with us, like, what do you think I should apologize? Or what is it that you're holding on to a, a thought, a memory, a belief about me? Maybe things I have done in the past, because this is one thing. Women never forget. Yeah. Women never forget. doesn't matter if you do this a year ago, a month ago, a week ago, or 10 years ago. For women, it is like it happened yesterday. Wow. Yeah. So it is, it is never, and we are never going to apologize enough to them for the times that we hurt them. Yeah. But by taking ownership is the first step to healing. Yeah. As a businessman, apologize to your clients. If you messed up, pick up the phone and say, hey, I, I own this mistake. I know it happened a year ago. I just want to make sure that you're not holding on to anything and we're doing a good job. Yeah. Pick yeah. up the phone with your employees. Listen, I, you know, where am I not being a, a, a good employer? I apologize. I own it. And then once you start taking ownership, yeah. then people are going to look at you as someone that's open to giving feedback. That's good, Because if, if you're in a leadership position, we close ourselves up so much that we become unrelatable. Mm-hmm. And we put this, that we put this facade in our face, like, don't mess with me, right? And then we become relatable. And that, we give that energy to our kids, to our wives. Yeah. And sometimes we don't mean to do that. As men, that's, that's, imagine, we're, we're going in there and we're hunting. But then we come back and we have a bloody armor coming home. And we're thinking, okay, I'm going to come home and, and it's going to be great. But you have a bloody armor. Your kids don't need to see the blood on you. Your wife doesn't need to see the blood on you. Take out the armor, leave it in the, leave it in the driveway, have a transition, and then walk in as a father, as a husband, not as a warrior that just went to battle. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Good stuff, Raul. Good stuff. Listen, uh, so the reload challenge is for you men. Please, 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 please listen to what Raul just said. Um, let's go ahead and be the man who apologizes. Be the man who asks for forgiveness. And don't allow it to be what makes you... Don't don't let it make you feel less macho of a man because you are more macho of a man when you can release yourself from bondage, when you can release yourself from, from asking for forgiveness. It's amazing when you can ask for forgiveness to your wife, when you can say, I'm sorry for doing this. I'm sorry for doing that would you forgive me these are things that you can do today guys to go ahead and clean your slate like Raul mentioned to clean your area okay so let's go ahead and and another thing is in order for us to grow we have to overcome that situation if you want your marriage to grow we need to go ahead and start off by asking for forgiveness and saying sorry so we can put that away Okay, our wives are waiting for us to say sorry. Our our employees are asking us uh, are waiting for us to say sorry and to and to step up to the situation in, in as a man because a real man will say sorry. A real man will go ahead and apologize so we can move 
forward. Okay, guys, we want to move forward. We want to break through. We want to break up. We want to go up. Okay, guys. So listen to what Raul just mentioned. Listen to that reload challenge. Uh, take the challenge. Let's do it, guys. I love you all. And thank you so much for joining us here on Reload Mondays. Raul, thank you so much for being on the show today. You've been amazing. Thank you so much for your time. I know you're a busy man. So I thank you for saying yes to being on the show today, man. You got it, brother. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for all the stuff that you do. And keep leading, brother. The world needs leaders. Thank you so That's much. That's going to be able to write as one. Thank you. <laughs>